Hey, all you beauties, and welcome to the Coffee and Concealer Podcast. I am Jen, the host and creator of this show. If you are a mama, an entrepreneur, or someone who wants to be the best they can be, all while holding that mama fort down and not forgetting yourself in the process, then this podcast is for you. You can find out more or connect with us over at coffeeandconcealerpodcast.com or on Instagram. So go pour a hot cup of coffee and let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to the Coffee and Concealer Podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about finding your branding for your own company and your kind of niche market and how you can use tools that are already readily available for you to kind of do that. Um, And so I'm going to just jump right into it here because this is a solo episode, no interview here today, just me. (laughs) Um, But so I'm going to kind of talk to you about um, kind of, yeah, just finding that branding. I know that people are very confused as to what branding is versus marketing. Um, and it's hard to kind of describe it without kind of truly knowing, I guess, the difference between the two. And so basically the difference between branding and marketing. So marketing is kind of like an old school term, if you will. Um, I mean, obviously there are a ton of amazing marketing people out there, um, but I think that marketing is kind of the materials that you might get created. Maybe that's, you know, a billboard. Maybe that is an ad campaign with another company. Maybe that is um, kind of how you're going to get your business out there into people's hands, whether that's your Instagram, whether that's your YouTube channel. Um, those are all aspects of marketing. Um, now I was in marketing for, uh, almost five years with a company who I know it's a completely random company, but they were actually a beef jerky company. And so, um, I was a marketing assistant with an amazing marketing manager. And basically what my job was, was to create, um, you know, some in-house campaigns that I could do. Um, basically part of our marketing budget was allowing ourselves to, um, figure out which companies we wanted to work with again. So obviously this is completely unrelated to (laughs) the coffee and concealer podcast, um, very different market, but for us beef jerky, it was a lot of men. That was our largest demographic. So marketing is also knowing again, all of those insights to your demographic. You can easily create like a free, um, kind of like a quiz um, and ask people to take it. And if you even only got 30 people to take this, you know, free quiz, which was basically like, what's your age? How, um, you know, how did you find us? You know, what makes you love jerky? Um, what other products do you like besides jerky? And you're really, what you're doing is kind of gathering all of the information that you could need to know about not just your brand, but the people that consume your brand, um, whether that's a food or not, you still consume content from that brand. And so those, those insights, I know you can get them from Instagram, but again, this would be a much more in-depth version. And I honestly highly recommend companies doing things like this, um, and just truly getting those, those deep dives into those people's lives. And that is going to allow you to expand your marketing because had you not, again, for instance, I'm going to go back to jerky, but for the jerky, those are mostly men. Let's just say between 20 and 45, that would be the group. And then what else do they enjoy? Well, they enjoy sports. They enjoy hockey, basketball, baseball, uh, lacrosse. 
they enjoy beer they enjoy you know all of these things and those are all tools that you can now put into your toolbox and create ad campaign so let's just say you know we then do a, a campaign at a liquor store and you can actually purchase you know a six pack of i don't know pills i don't drink but pilsner and with that you're gonna get a free bag of jerky or you know like the, the possibilities are endless but if you didn't know that information then you wouldn't know that um so you know going into let's just say um my photography business and so basically you know i know a lot of i know a lot of men get dragged to photo shoots <laughs> probably kicking and screaming um but it's a lot of women that would book sessions with me they want the mini sessions they want the newborn photos and these husbands are just kind of drug along for the ride. And so for me, you know, pairing with a, you know, when I paired with Steph from Alabella and we worked together and offered discounts for maternity and nursing clothes to those mamas that I just did a maternity session for, like it worked so well with us um, and still does to this day. But I'm saying that those are the, the things that you need to think about. And so I truly highly recommend creating just on a Google doc, creating just a, you know, five to 10 question quiz. You're going to get so much amazing information from those um, and so basically the, that, that's marketing and so if we're going to jump into branding um, branding is basically how you are able to push your brand out there and get it known um, so for instance um, like there are just so many amazing brands out there and I feel like through social media we truly kind of get a glimpse into their life and there's a couple different things that we you know specifically know about certain brands um for instance I'm going to bring up a girl that I've had on the podcast before Rebecca Hagerdorn and she owns Everline and Co and I know for her that she has struggled with postpartum that is one thing she is so open about it is part of her brand second I know that she has two daughters and I know that she is getting herself back into the best version of herself she's working out she's doing all the things she's also like the queen of DIY and and all things creative. Um, I also know that she has a gluten allergy. I also know that she loves chocolate, but has to be careful when she has them. And not just because I know her on a personal level, but these are all things that she has made a part of her brand. She has been vulnerable about a lot of those things and shown them and people relate to them. And that all becomes part of your brand. Um, and so for me, with my photography business, a part of my brand is that I am an open book and that I do share secrets and that I truly, truly, as cliche as it sounds, think that it is community over competition. And so that is part of my brand. Another part of my brand is that I am a moody style photographer. I'm not a bright and airy kind of photographer. Um, another thing is, you know, I truly feel like my clients are like family to me and it's because I'm personable and it's because of all of those things and they're all a part of my cohesive brand i'm going to jump into one more just to give you kind of you know an insight Brittany colby i had her on my podcast as well there are so many things about Brittany that i adore um one i know she has four kids and i know that they are all amazing and they all drive her crazy in certain ways but she holds her fort down so well and she is able to 
kind of take time with each kid and have special time with them. And that I admire so much. Now, she also is a, I'm not using this term loosely because I know she doesn't really like this term, but she's an influencer and she is. And I feel like if you have one person who follows you, you have influence, even though you might not want to be called a quote unquote influencer. But I know that Brittany does social media courses. I took one. They are amazing. I know that she has started doing a bunch of other branding courses. I know that she just got a bunny named Crouton who I am obsessed with and love seeing her stories. I know that she, and she's been very open, especially on our podcast episode, that she was a part of an MLM business that she soared through. She got to the top of the company and then all of a sudden they went bankrupt and she had no idea what she wanted to do. And so she had to pivot hard in her life to find out what her next calling was. And she's truly, truly found it. The other thing I do know about her, and these are all from social media. I have met Brittany one time in physical person (laughs) and she basically only works with companies as far as influencing goes um, with companies that she truly knows that her family would use. They are valued in their family and they are local and they're amazing and they stand for her branding. She wouldn't just use... I don't know. She wouldn't just pair with a a memory card company. I'm looking at a memory card and just because they came to her and they offered dollars for her services and she wouldn't just say, okay, cool. I'm going to work with this memory card, this Lexar memory card company because they're offering to pay me. She's going to look into it. She's going to figure out what does that bring to a, her platform, B her followers, see her brand as a whole. And it is so crucial to stick to those things. So the definition of a brand, it might seem obvious at first, but it can totally be misunderstood. So a brand doesn't just refer to your company's logo or its colors or its name. It is an overall identity of a company and the perception of your market. So the perception of your Instagram followers, your Facebook followers, your website followers. Um, Now, The paradox of that is that every marketer knows that their brand should be the core of their company. However, a lot of them can't actually define what their brand is. They're just throwing dollars and cents into marketing campaigns and working with companies because they think that's going to bring them more value in the long run. But truthfully, if you don't know what your brand stands for, your core values within your brand, regardless of whether you are a sole proprietor, if you're just yourself, if you're just a mom and pop business, if you're a huge multi-billion dollar company, branding is so important. So kind of in the past, um, branding was, branding and marketing were so confusing and Branding was kind of referred to as like putting a label on a product um, for kind of the purpose of indicating that it is your product, when truthfully, that is actually more of a marketing concept. Um, I feel like labels, um, you know, food regulations, if you're in food, like all of those things um, all need to go within the marketing um, cap, if you will. So I think that branding is going to promote your products or services in a way that highlights your overall brand. So the goal of your branding, now again, the other thing that makes it super confusing is people call it brand marketing. I think it's two different things. It is branding and it is marketing. And so basically branding is to kind of identify your values, your personality, your communications, and your 
branding is going to be your bridge between your product and your customer. So it's again, not just putting your logo on a product, claiming it is yours and hoping to just generate some sales. Um, the most important thing of brand marketing, and it truly, truly gets overlooked is that it takes time takes time to create a brand that is everlasting and going to continue on regardless and that people will just know. Um, many marketing departments are actually focused on just like short-term goals. And so that's why things get so confusing. And so you need to develop a strategic and consistent brand equity. And so that means really figuring out your colors, your schemes, and all of those things. So you need to establish a company vision, even if you are just yourself, figure out what your vision is, because that is something you could always revert back to. Um, the other thing is identify a strategic target audience. So that can go back to those quizzes that I'm asking you to do. You need to, again, come up with 10 or 15 questions, send it out to 30 people, which is so easy to do. You're going to get so much information back. Um, and that's going to help you create your path moving forward. The other thing is be consistent. You can't just do one thing and then do another it's going to confuse your audience completely and then the other thing is make sure that your brand marketing follows through in real life in the sense that you know if you're doing stories on instagram and you're kind of you know winging it and it might not fall in line so for instance you know like britney colba like every story she posts her branding colors are in there she knows what she's talking about her audience that follows her on her instagram feed is going to follow her on her instagram stories and most cases they're going to watch her stories first and then go to her feed. People, I mean, I'm I'm guilty for it. I will 100% watch stories first, and then if I'm interested in something in their stories, I will then click whatever link they have and go into their feed or go to the website and go to all of those things. So stories are so crucial. If you're not doing stories, I'm kicking you in the butt right now. Do it. There's nothing to be afraid of. Nothing to be afraid of. <laughs> The other thing is be vulnerable, draw emotion. People connect with that. I'm not saying make it a fake emotion, be open. What are the things that you're vulnerable about? For me, like on my personal feed, um, I would not say I'm an influencer at all, but I do think I have influence in the sense that I am open about childhood trauma. I am open about you know, losing my mom to alcoholism. I am open about my dad being a non-existent father and running away and doing all of those things. Like those are things that I am so open about because I know that people will resonate with that. And that is part of my brand. Um, now you have to obviously know that your brand is going to kind of evolutionize if that's the right word. Uh, it's going to grow with you. It's going to, it's going to pick you know, the certain things that you really, really strive through, and it's going to create an amazing brand for you. So the other thing that I want to touch on before I kind of close out here is, um, if you're stuck, if you don't know what you want your brand to look like, one of your best tools is actually Pinterest. And if you've never logged into Pinterest, you need to, it's addicting. Um, and I don't even use Pinterest in the way that I probably should, but if you do use Pinterest, the best thing to do is create boards on your page. 
because you, and you can make them secret. So no one will see them if you feel like people are going to judge you, but basically you go through and, and start saving and pinning the things that really draw you in, whether that's a color, whether that's a branding board, whether that's home decor, whether that's clothing, and you're going to start to see a trend with colors the way that you kind of vibe with things, whether it's moody, whether it's light and airy, whether it's blush tones, whether it's orangey tones, whether it's like blues and taupes, you're going to start to see kind of a trend. And then you're going to be able to go back into your, um, in, or your Instagram, your Pinterest page and be able to start creating branding. So for instance, on my Pinterest page, I have a board called, and this is not a clean Pinterest board. I'm a bad example, but I have house decor ideas, clothing, acreage decor, wooden signs, happy coffee. Um, I have obviously hairs. I have dream house ideas, business marketing, um, dream studio, um, house, And then I have a lot of my photography stuff on here, which is completely unrelated. But um, by going through, like if I click my acreage decor, I have 33 pins in here, which is not a lot. But if I'm kind of scrolling and I will do a quick story to kind of show you what this looks like, but I have what I'm seeing is taupes, some really muted pastel teals and blushes. I am seeing some Durango blue, some Greenwich Village kind of taupey green, a color called Swiss coffee. I am seeing a lot of wood tones. I'm seeing a lot of burlap, um, white shiplap, um, some white and cream flowers, uh, baby's breath, and some black wrought iron. Those are amazing things for you to decide. That's what you want your brand to be. And then it is so easy. I don't know if you guys saw the trend on Instagram a couple days ago, but basically you screenshot your um, Instagram feed, like let's just say nine or 12 squares. And then you basically use the eyedropper and eyedrop in each square. And then you would kind of use the marker and kind of scribble over in that color that you got the eyedropper from. And it kind of shows you your Instagram palette of colors, if you will. And my palette was um, quite eclectic, but kind of moody, like no surprise as to, you know, kind of what it looked like. Um, And that's a really, really great way if you really have no idea. And maybe your Instagram is just random. I mean, that's completely possible that it is completely random. So I'm just pulling out my story here. Um, I had like some burnt oranges, some teals, some creams, um, some taupes, couple shades of brown, couple shades of taupe, um, kind of like an olive green. And I do use presets on my photos. And so I do use a more kind of moody, orangey tone. So, I mean, it was bang on. Now, obviously it's a little bit different than my Pinterest feed. Um, So my house wouldn't have oranges and peaches and stuff in it. My house is exactly kind of what I insinuated from my Pinterest feed. And so I think that if you really have nowhere to start for your branding, I think you go to Pinterest and you just start pinning the things that like go to the, I think it's not the explore page on Pinterest. It is, um, what is it called here? I have no idea. Top, I think top. And once you start looking at things on Pinterest, it's just like Instagram, it will pop up things. And so 
the for you page. That's what it's called. Um, the for you page on Pinterest. And if you just keep scrolling, you'll find things that you absolutely love. You can start creating a Pinterest kind of vibe and you can create your branding from that. There are so many amazing apps for you to use, for you to create kind of branding content. And then once you kind of have that, it is so simple to just use these Instagram, you know, apps that are allowing you to kind of create borders on things that are in your branding color or when you do you know like an underline with the pen on instagram stories you can choose a branding color so that it's consistent and Brittany colba is the queen of that and so um that is kind of again in summary branding is how you come across to your followers and how your brand is consumed and marketing is how you're going to use your dollars and cents to kind of elevate your business in the sense of working with other you know other brands or other companies creating campaigns um you know all of those things and so i really truly strongly urge you whether you are a brand new business or whether you are a you know old timer in the business it's never too late to create a cohesive brand and i swear to you that the companies that have killer branding are the ones that that succeed and they succeed well because it's consistent and people trust consistency so um i just wanted to do a little episode on this and i hope it was valuable and absolutely please tag me in any of your branding content tag me in your questionnaires you can send them to me if you want to um i'm actually going to do this too i'm going to take my own advice and create and uh yeah i hope you guys are doing well and we will talk soon Hey mamas, before you go, if you love this show and found it benefited you in an amazing way, take a screenshot of this podcast and post it in your Instagram stories. Tag us in it and we'll share it. And also, if you haven't gone to iTunes yet, taken 30 seconds to leave us a review and told us how much you love us, go do that. It pushes us and lights us up like you can't even imagine. You guys are why we decided to do this show. So thanks for listening and we can't wait to chat with you next time.